Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back to to the Mental Premiers podcast. Uh, this is episode seven. Yeah, I don't know how that works. You welcome people back to because like you've never been oh, confusing. Anyway, um, episode seven. Yes, that's where we're at. I am. I'm. I'm very grateful that you know we've we've done seven episodes. I'm grateful that we have any episodes this year. Thank you to everybody who's been uh, listening to our previous episodes. We had people come reach out to us, ask what's going on with the podcast. We're back now, and we hope you like this episode, um, guys. I I really need to to you know this is this is from the bottom of my heart. I I I really I'm truly truly grateful to um, the people who make this podcast happen. Uh, Green Apple, Green Apple Media. Um, Thank you to Sean. Sean Sean is like the backbone of this podcast. There's a lot of stuff that happens like behind the scenes. Um and and Sean has just been working. He's he's never complained. Not a day has he complained. He's, you know, always ask, uh, up to the task. He Really my dude, man, if you're listening to this, uh this is how I I'll actually find out if you listen to the podcast. If you're listening to this dude, I am I'm really, really uh, grateful to have you, man. Um, thank you for for all the support. Thank you for for everything that you do behind the scenes. I am super, super proud of the work that we've done together, bro. Um, yeah, thanks, Sean. Oh, Sean graduated, by the way. Congrats to Sean. Um, he graduated in. I don't know what his. Because I'm gonna text Sean right now and find out what his degree is but yeah congrats to sean um dude i'm 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 mad proud of you man um um so this episode who do we have today today we've got uh, a very special guest when we did the episode i didn't think that we would touch on some of these topics uh, that we touched on today in this episode we spoke about um uh, being a mom we talked about racism we talked about making children of color who are born in dominantly white communities aware of their race and their ethnicity and their uh, african heritage but i also wouldn't have known some of these things like um if i didn't have this conversation with this lady and i'm and I am honored to to welcome uh, Sia to this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, our mentor for today, please help me welcome Sia. I think I'm going to start a little bit differently, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to start with, with what we're talking about, about your day, but like, your day being a mom and um typically what's that like i mean it's really hectic yeah at the end of the day i think i'm more ko than my husband that went to work for eight hours nine hours (laughs) because like um our day starts by seven o'clock and um i take him to kindergarten that let's say by 8 30 8 8 30 and then i have my first client always at nine o'clock and i have to pick him back up by three 
Mm -hmm. And um, between nine and three, it's really chilling for me. It's really relaxing because I can do my own stuff. I have my clients over, I do my hair. But then um, after picking him up again, I pick up a brand new somebody from kindergarten because like he is so cheeky, he doesn't listen. He comes here and just catches everything. And I don't know, like, I think in kindergarten, they are just too strict with him. And then when I get him back home, he's like, okay, you will see what you get from that. You taking me to that kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) Because he just, he just messed up my day after kindergarten. So like, that's why I try as much as possible not to take clients, um, like in the afternoon, because it's really stressful for uh, for me, you know, and, um, we will be on that till 730, 730, no matter what, I fire by force, he has to go to bed because after that, that's when I can relax. And me sitting down in the evening, I just sleep off. And then my husband is there sitting all alone by himself. And it's just chaotic the whole day. But it's something nice and news. I can't complain because that's what I wish for. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember you know? the, the last time we spoke, you were, you were telling me that it's, I think you said, it's, there's, there's nothing that you've found more fulfilling than being a mom. I, I don't know yeah. if that's, that's something I can relate with. I don't have kids. <laughs> well, that's why that's why it's a feeling you can't really um you can't really um describe. You have to get that feeling for yourself because like I said, the day I held it in my arms, like I've never that's a feeling I've never felt before, you know. It's something really crazy because um I had a very long labor. I was crying and being happy at the same time, like my emotions were so mixed up, but it was a nice feeling anyways at the end of the day. And um, yeah, you know, but I hope you'll get there one day and then you'll know what I'm talking about. Well, I, I, I don't, I, I don't plan on being a mom. So like, I okay, wouldn't... sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Was... Yeah, being, being a father, because like, um, <laughs> when my husband comes from work, he always says like, after work is work. Because like, he is a father's child. When his dad comes in, like he's always back. It's mm-hmm. always pa 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 pa. And that's the time I get a bit break. Like I can do my own stuff. Like go get shower and um, cook the dinner and do little bit of stuff, you know. So um, yeah, <laughs> be ready for it. My mom listens to this podcast, so. I'm not going to talk about my plans to or not to have kids. <laughs> but you know, you know when our parents always say, I wish your kids would do the same to you, what you're doing right now. I'm leaving you for your kids. You know, that's what my father always used to tell me. Eesh, I was a problem. Your child would be the same to you. Like, <laughs> you know, problem. I never understood. Like, yeah. So like, I hope you know, your mom never told you like, I wish your child would be do the same thing to you. I'm sure at some <laughs> point. I mean, oh man, I'm sorry, mom and dad. I, <laughs> 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 I'm really it's, sorry. It's seriously, it's seriously not easy, but I, it's it's fun as well because you see amazing things. You you see things like like they entertain you as well. Like yeah. my child entertains me really. Like he does stuff like you don't believe. You know, so <laughs> yeah. and they 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 um they steps 
they are taking in life. It's something amazing as well, you know. So. <laughs> oh, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. Growth. All right. Cool. So, uh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Um, you are our first. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're the first guest we've had in a very long time. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we kind of took a break. Um, uh, I'm I'm glad that you're here. You agreed to do this. Um, <laughs> Thank you for having me. So, where to start? Uh, okay, so let's start with what you're doing now, and then we go to how you got to what you're doing now, because I think what you're doing now is super interesting. At least um the parts that you've exposed me to so i'd like yeah. for you to, to introduce yourself and and your company and what it is that you what is what it is that you do yeah what do i do like the question is so funny <laughs> okay at the moment <laughs> okay. at the moment i do i actually i do hair i'm okay. a beautician i can say you know so um doing hair led me to um to, to, to doing makeup as well. And then from makeup, honing my own makeup brand is another step as well that my cousin in the States led me to actually, because like all these years I've been doing hair and doing people's makeup, it's been my passion, it's been my, my hobby. It's been my hobby and that's, I was trying to turn into my career bit by bit, but like with baby steps, you know? Mm. And then last year, my cousin came. She was like, what do you think of having your own makeup brand? And I was like, huh? Are you kidding? Like, why? How? Hmm? And then she was like, have you ever thought of that? And I was like, no, but like, I don't think it's that easy here in Germany. And then she was like, then we're going to start it together. I'm going to start all the process here in the States. And um, you find out what you can do in the, in Germany and what they require. And... Um, then you will just, if everything goes through in Germany, then I will just give you everything. Then you will take over. But it's your own brand and it's your name and start thinking about stuff. Like, let's think about the name. And, like, I will start here in the States. Then I was like, okay. And she was really fast. Okay, let me not say she was really fast. She is still fast because I am just doing these baby steps. I'm just thinking, like, um, because here in Germany, they really do put stones on our way. Like, if you want to try to make it up, there are always things that are holding you back not to do what you want to do. So um, she has been fast. She registered this, um, the they, they, um, company in the States. And then she, um, she trademarked the name. And then, um, like, she went to the courts for the name that's the name is ours and all of that, you know. So she did all of that while I was taking my baby steps here in Germany, go and find out what do I need and um like they they like for example they um the makeup. I can't sit and make my own makeup. I can do it but then I have to um I have to go to a lab where they will give me a certificate to have these products you know so like it's a huge process and it's a huge amount so we had to look for someone that will make that have this certificate already that will make the makeup for us and then we just order from them and tell them how we want the makeup to be you know right. so um 
she had uh, our suppliers already. She found our suppliers already, and they um, we spoke to them, the scent of testers, and how we wanted the makeup. Because for us, it was really, or for me, it was really important, like for dark skinned girls here in Germany to find a dark skinned girl color. Like it's really hard, you know. Until um, Mac came, and then Fenty Beauty now. But other than these two other um, brands, you don't really, you can't really find this skin tone, you know, for dark skin girls. That was really important for me. And they, that they are very um, highly pigmented, the makeup. Highly pigmented means, I don't know you as a guy, if you know, like when you put on the color, the color takes your skin. Because for us, the dark girls, when you do your makeup, you have to put concealer, like brightening the skin for the color to be, like if you want a red color on your eye you have mm -hmm. to put concealer so the red color can pop up but if it's highly pigmented you don't need all of that like that was very important for me like the products are very highly pigmented and that they are vegan as well you know because um these these three things are very very important for me anyways you know so we got that company they were ready to do it and yeah, they've been our supplier now for the past, um, let's say, since February, actually. You know, we have the products. But officially, the company has been here in Germany since June, June 2022, you know? All right. Uh, first of all, congratulations for this is exciting. Um, I, I personally got excited. Um, when I found out Thank about you. your company, when I found out about what you were doing, uh, I don't, I'm not a direct consumer of makeup, um, but I did <laughs> yeah. some research for the purpose of this interview. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so I do know what concealer is and, <laughs> and a few other uh, things. All right, cool. So in, in one sentence, um, you own mm -hmm. uh, a makeup line for, for dark skin uh, people. Not for dark skin, but like for all skin types. But like um, here in Germany, my 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 aim is to um, let the girl, black girls, know that you have someone that thinks of you about you. You have someone that um, knows your struggle, you know. And that's my own aim. But like um, I do have like lighter skin like um, for white girls as well my brand is like for women don't forget yourself and my slogan is discover the queen in you you know because um the name of the brand is mansamosu let's go back mm -hmm. <laughs> it's mansamosu mansamosu is um translated from um madengo madengo is a tribe in west africa like in um, sierra leone in Guinea, Mali, Senegal, Gambia, all these places, they speak Madengo. Some other places call it Madenga. And um, and Kono as well. Kono is my own tribe. And Mansamusu means chief's wife. And um, translated in the Western world, king's, a king's wife. And for me, my aim is when you put on my makeup, when you put on Mansamosu, you should feel like a queen, you know? And wow. my tribe, 
Mansamoso is something prestige, it's something high. Like if you're a Mansamoso, people value you, you know. So like that's why I decided to, or we decided to call this name, this um, makeup line Mansamoso, because it's something really highly seen in West Africa or in Sierra Leone, you know. This is really, this is really cool. Uh, I hear a lot yeah. of women complaining about not being able to find the right shades of makeup. Um, exactly. Uh, particularly in these regions of the world. Why is that? Why why can't we find shades? Or why are they not as common in, in these uh, regions? Well, for me, <laughs> I'll just be broad and say it's, um, it's because, like, they don't want to feel us belong because like the company um, we are ordering our products from, they have a European palette, like what they send to Europe. And the darker shades, the really darker, dark skinned girls, like they don't send the shades to Europe. Why? And when I was looking for companies here in Europe to, um, to jump the, the, the taxes and the stress of importing stuff. When I was looking for company here, they were telling me like, um, you have to buy at least like, if they're gonna give me the, the darker shades, I have to buy at least like 1000 kg of makeup of one shade. Like, how is it possible? Yeah. Number one, where am I going to put them? And number two, I don't even have that money, <laughs> you know? So, um, they are putting stones on your way already. They are making you feel like, no, like there's not enough black girls here. So like, you don't need it, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. So I think because they don't want us to feel home, they don't want us to feel like we are here, like to feel relaxed. That's why they don't give us that opportunity to know that, okay, here is your makeup shade. I don't, I, I don't know. Until Fancy Beauty came, because it might have to Mac do have um, darker shades as well, but not really that dark. But Fenty Beauty, you can find really, really dark shades. And now with Mansa Musu, you can as well, you know? <laughs> I love that. So, <laughs> I just hope like people will get to know Mansa Musu and then know the different shades we have, like for darker girls as well. Oh, I like that. Mm. I like that. So we, we talked about, um, uh, there's three uh, talking points that we have here. Um, mm -hmm. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about the racism, right? Uh, because yeah. this, is, this is something that we experience in, in the business environment. And this is something that yeah. you're feeling as a business owner. Um, um, but I, wanna, I want to like, um, talk about what you, I want to uh, like zoom in on what you were talking about uh, concerning mm -hmm. your son. Um, yeah, I have a friend, uh, couple, a couple of friends who are born here in Germany, and mm -hmm. they experienced what you're talking about. They never feel German enough. They don't want us to feel belonged. They don't want us to feel like um, we are home. Because I've been here like all my life in Germany. I came here very young, and I still don't feel like I'm German, and. These are things like I, I I always talk with my husband with, and he is telling me, okay, I don't want you to put that in the head of 
our child because like he should even know like not like there is racism but like don't put it in his head like he goes out there and saying oh everyone is racist you're racist you're racist no but like um let him know like let him find out for himself and then when he comes back home we explain to him how it is and how our experience is what we've been through here you know so like for me i'm really scared like am i how am i going to tell my child like this place like this is not your place because i really still don't feel belonged i really don't feel like i'm german although on papers i am german but like i'll never refer myself as german because if someone asks me where are you from i automatically say sierra leone i'm from africa mm-hmm. but like I don't know if my child is going to be the same for me I'm from Africa I know I'm from Africa but my child is he going to is he going to know that okay we we will tell him like he's from Africa yeah but like when he goes to school he feels german because um this is the language this is the environment he doesn't know africa he knows nothing about africa but like mm-hmm. there are people that are always going to tell him that you are not from here and mm-hmm. that's going to make him feel like oh mom why am i different than the other kids but he's not different you know and it's going to be a tough time for me because like in the 90s i had a really tough time here in germany and now raising my child up and at this time this time age i don't know if i'm just going to put racism so much in his head and i hope i'm not going to i'm not going to do that anyways You're not the first person that I've heard um saying that about starting a business in Germany. Um, mm-hmm. The red tape and would you like to talk a, a little bit more about that because um surprisingly uh we have most of our listeners from from Germany. Yeah, so what is it like to start a business in in, in Germany and uh, actually let's start with why you started your business and how you did it. Well, I started my business actually um in doing afro hair like um doing braids and I couldn't like open a salon or open a shop where it's named salon. I had to open a shop called Afro Shop and I am not selling Afro Shop products. I am doing hair because in Germany for you to open a salon you have to have a master in 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 cutting hair and all this stuff and i don't have that so so like um i was thinking actually 2019 i was thinking of opening a shop because um i i did my um, my petition course 2017 and um i was thinking like okay let me just open a shop and give our black people something like a relaxing place where they can just go and relax and have their own time but then due to some disagreements i couldn't open the shop because like it was too expensive what me and the person the landlord that time agreed he turned out to change his mind so at that time I was disappointed but then few months later I found out I was pregnant and I was just thinking like okay it wasn't the right time 
And today I'm saying, thank God, because 2020, the pandemic came. So like I would have definitely gone bankrupt, you know? So, um, exactly. So like it was, for me that time it was like, okay, Germany is a dream killer and my dream is not going to happen. So let me forget about that and just continue with my work. And um, during the pandemic, I got my boy. I was sitting at home. I had nothing to do. So I was doing hair anyways, like I used to do before mm-hmm. at home and doing the makeup as well until, as I was saying before, 2021, my cousin from the States called me and said, Sierra, like, don't you want to take um, this market to another level? But like, then I didn't know like what she, I, okay, I was thinking like, oh, okay, that's prompt, you know? I was just thinking like, that's something for the future or sometime, but like, she was so into it, she is, I'm saying like she is the backbone of Mansa Musu. She was pushing me. She wanted it like she had this idea in her head already and she was seeing it working already. Mm. And for me, due to the country I'm living in, I knew like, oh, okay, let's just have our daydreaming and it wouldn't happen so soon, you know? But because of her, um, her energy, the energy she came with and because of like the vision she was seeing, pushed me as well to like, okay, for you to open your own business, like to have your own brand here in Germany, it's very difficult. They're going to put stones on your road, but like, do it. Like, get up and these stones, jump them. <laughs> you know, it's something you can you can do. And as I'm saying, I had my cousin that was pushing and she was seeing it happening already, you know, so... It's a long road. It's difficult. They ask for so much papers. They ask for for so much things. Like <laughs> they make it really difficult for people. But then, thank God to people around me and um, number one, my cousin back in the states. Um, like they are the one that's really, really pushed me. And finally, we've been talking about this like for the past one year. Finally, all the paper things went through in in in, in June. 2022 and but still i'm getting papers and they're still asking for stuff wow. you know wow. so it's not an easy road and then if you don't have strong people behind you like i do have or i do um like my cousin that's um is behind me i don't think you will lose you lose hope you just say ah okay let's leave it you know and then finally you are able to 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 go through this um, bureaucracy here in Germany, you have your business, then you have to win the heart of our people. Because the Africans, they are not ready, or we black people here in Germany, they are not ready to pay for certain things. But I won't blame them as well, because like <laughs> they do have their responsibilities, and I don't know, people we, are not we, ready we to We talked pay. about that. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that, and I, 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 I think I, <laughs> I don't think it's fair that you're saying. This yeah, okay. The okay. Yeah, it's it's true, you know. But like for me, I excuse them because like I always try to convince them. Like, okay, my my most expensive 
um, thing is is thirty euros. Thirty euros is not something you're going to to just use and dump. Like it's something you're going to use like over and over and over again. And let's say you right. do put on makeup every day, you will at least have this foundation for six months to one year. You know, so like it's not something you're going to trash in the bin and. At the end of the day, someone that loves makeup is even ready to pay 50 euros for foundation. You know, it's no problem. But like um, the ones that are not ready to pay that 30 euros, like they try to negotiate and I try to convince them, look, if you buy this makeup, you'll be putting it like for the next two years, you even still have this um, bottle. So you won't regret it. It's something for you. It's something good for you. You have to convince them. Then they will pull the money they pay. But like it's really difficult for for our people to support us here. And I don't know where that is coming from. I don't know why it is like that. But like, after you going through all these process of you finally having your business, then there are your customers, like your, 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 um, your group, the people that you want to talk to, the people that you attract, you're seeing a vision for, they are not seeing your vision, you know? They are thinking like, oh, okay, it's too much money. I don't want to pay. But hopefully we will get there anyways. I'm saying like most of my customers are from the States. Okay. Here in Germany, I have still not touched my people's heart, you know. Wow. Yeah. A lot of talking points, particularly with the, with the African community. So is it because they know that it's, 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 it's owned by a fellow African or... Or we just haven't been able to communicate the value in the in the product, but I I I I would want to disqualify that and say I don't think that could be the reason. Like I was saying, you are not the first person who's told me that Africans don't support African businesses in Germany, mm-hmm. which I find strange. Well. Um... My products, okay, I don't, I don't want to brag too much, but my products are really good. Don't like, talk if about you know, them. brag, let them know. <laughs> if you know, <laughs> if you know a bit about makeup, yeah, if you put on the foundation on your palm, because I always try to, um, to try it on your hand before you put it on your face for you to see it. Because if it's on your face, you have to go to the mirror, and the mirror is not what, sh- what you're really seeing. So, like, I put mm-hmm. it on your hand. And the way you see it, the way you feel it, the way the texture is, like up till now, I would say 99.9% of my customers, they were all like, wow, you know, like the product is really good. They, they, the ingredients are really, really good. The way it feels on your skin, it's really good. And um, yeah, we will talk about the products. You will love it. And then... (laughs) At the end of the day, you ask, how much is it? I tell you the price. And then you see the back of the bit. But then I tell them, like, okay, you're not just going to buy this foundation and, and, and it will finish today. No. It's 30 euros that you're going to give out for a year. And 30 euros in a year, what's that? It's nothing. So then you'll see them relax again. And then they're ready to give because, like, you have seen, like, what the foundation can do. You know, okay. and so like you just have to know how to talk to the customers. They will give, but like for them to get there, even to listen to you, it's a long road. 
I don't know why our community is like that. I don't know why <laughs> I can't really explain, you know. It's because of the too much responsibilities we are getting, we, we have here. Because, like, you know, when you're living here, you have people that think, like, oh, okay, she's in Europe, but let me just stop her, let me ask. And then too much, too much responsibility from back home. That's why they don't want to give unnecessary money. And some people will see foundation as, as unnecessary. That more, that my own explanation for why the Africans don't support each other. I don't know, but okay. I think that's my own explanation, you know. I, uh, but I mean, like you're, I, like I'm saying again, you're not the first person to say that, and I don't want to push mm-hmm. this narrative like it's 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 true. Um, I personally have supported a few of my friends when they start businesses. I I, I buy things, even things that I don't need. Um, yeah. Just the support, yeah. Yeah, I think the best way you could support is to buy the the product. Um, well, let me let me stop you from there. Like me, I tell my friends, I tell my friends, I don't even want you to buy because, like, let's say my friends buy my product. Let's say I only have, let's say, I have ten friends. Yeah, my mm-hmm. ten friends are buying my product. Is it gonna stop there? No, I want my product to be more than ten people. So all I want from my friends is just to tell people, like, um, post it, do it in your social media, like, tell people about, like, what your friend is doing. And I think if you tell your friend, your friend would tell their friend, and their friend would tell their friend. That's how the news goes. That's the support I need from my friends, just to share the news, to spread the news. I don't even want them to buy anything from me because... My friend is going to buy today. And then tomorrow, who is going to buy? You know? So that's why I'm saying I don't want you to buy. All I want from you, the support I need from you, is just tell people about it. Because, like, you have your own branches. And I want your branch branches to know about Mansamosu. There is Mansamosu, you know? I do have my... My, my customers that have my hype women, like Noble, when I met her, she was so, she was so, um, she was so happy that this thing is even there. Mm-hmm. She was, I saw her texting her friends and telling her friends about it, like what she found out. And then she was following me immediately and stuff like that. That's the, like, if I have that um, energy from my closest people, I think like the brand will go more further, you know? Okay. Um, so this, this Wanda client, <laughs> the one who told everybody about, <laughs> I actually told a few people about your product, by the way. Um, so yeah. I'll be sending you an invoice for that service. Um, but <laughs> let me go back to... No problem. <laughs> let me go back to um, friends supporting. I expect my friends to buy my products. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And no one is exempted. If I if I if I'm working on something and you know about it and you can afford it, the best way you can show your support is to come and make a purchase, and then mm-hmm. tell someone about it, right? And I think you would make a a more honest uh, like recommendation if you've actually tried the product. You, and you exactly. Know yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm if you are also like understanding the value behind it because now you have exchanged like some money for it right um yeah, yeah. so i i think that i think all your friends if you're a serious mm-hmm. friend and you're listening to this and you haven't bought a product you really need to think about buying <laughs> it 
buying it. I'm telling you. Yeah, you really need to think about buying it. That's the. It's one more sale. It's just one more. But that's how that's <laughs> that's how sales happen, right? It's just one and another one and another one, and that's how you know we grow. <laughs> so yeah, like be a part of a story, be a part of a growth, um, and be there early now. Um, yeah. This thing is i i mean for me i'm i I got excited about it and i don't even use makeup but because <laughs> i've heard so many women talk about how they can't find their shades mm-hmm. and then the excitement that, yeah mm-hmm. the person who told me about we've got a special guest today yeah we were just talking about him. Guest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually had to start late because um he was going to take a nap Exactly. Powered right through. Yeah. Oh man, I miss I miss that being able to take a nap in the like I I always used to refuse to take a nap right like I would fight my yeah. mom to take a nap. I know the same the same thing here the same thing here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to take a nap. Why are you putting me now? If you offer me a nap in the middle of the day, oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my god! You will kill for that. I know but what you're talking about. <laughs> um, the last time we spoke, you were telling me that mm-hmm. you started doing hair from like a really early age. Age, like, yeah. Like, how old were you when you started doing hair? Well, like, um, I was really young. I remember, like, um, being at the park, like sitting down in the park. I would start taking leaves and placing them together. You know. And my auntie used to do hair as well. I would beg my auntie to finish it, like to finish the hair she has started. Mm. And at the age of 12, I was asking my friends in school, can I do your hair? Like they will come in the morning with their normal hair and going back home, they have um, cornrows or um, single braids, you know. And um, yeah, at the age of 15, I finally started making money with doing hair. And I had, um, yes, I had, um, like, the aunties in the area. They will ask me, like, um, see, come and do my hair. Then they will give me a little bit. For me, it was so fulfilling. It was, I was so happy because, like, I had the chance to do people that could criticize me, the hair, to tell me, like, I want it the next time this way. I don't want it this way. And, like, it was, for me, somehow growing, you know? And, um yeah, at the age of 15, I was doing hair and I started, um, I moved out of my parents' house at the age of 17, close to 18, went to um, Osnabrück to study international economics and social science. And that's how I financed actually my studies. Like I was standing at the Apple shop in Osnabrück. Someone called me in um, the town I went to school to, the town I grew up in. He, the person was asking me, like, um, can you come over? Like, when can you do my hair? When can you give me an appointment? Then we were trying to figure out, like, when I can give them appointments. And then the Afro shop owner listened to my conversation. And he came up and said, yeah, sorry, I listened to your conversation. But, like, um, you can break hair, I heard. And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, are you interested in, in working here in the shop and doing people's hair? And I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I'm a student, I have no job, and that would be amazing, you know? So, like, that's how it started. Like, 
I worked in that Afro um, shop for years, and then um, that's how I dealt my own clients as well. And up till now, I still have, I still do have these clients from back in the days. You know, I moved out of that town, but it's not that far. It's like 45 minutes away, and they still come here still to do the hair for me. And doing hair is just my passion. Like, um, and I don't really take much, I think, as well. Because I just want you to be coming every month. If I compare my prices to other people, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't think I take much because I want you to come back again next month. I want your hair to stay healthy because, like, the often you come, the more your hair is healthy, the more, like, I know your hair and your hair grows. But, like, let's say if you come once a year, anytime you come new, it's a struggle for me to get your hair to the point where I want it, you know? So um, doing hair is just my passion and while the hair thing, I developed the makeup thing as well. The makeup thing has always been there, but I was just only doing my own makeup. Like, And then when going out, friends will ask me like, see, can you do my makeup? Can you do my makeup? And I will help them do their makeup. And then 2016, I finally decided like, okay, take this to another level. Then I did the course. And it's a year course. I finished it like later on. I was a beautician, a wellness therapist. And um, after that course, that's when I decided to open the shop. But like, as I said, due to some disagreements, it didn't happen. And today I'm saying, thank God it didn't happen because the pandemic happened. <laughs> um which I wanted to touch on. So your current business is is online. It's an online business. Exactly. And was that was that because of the lesson learned um, during the pandemic? Because I I, I feel like you don't have an, a walk-in store or anything. You you don't have no. Um. Well, I could say it's the lesson number one, and number two, it's. It's, it's cheaper for the beginning because I have no rents to pay, you know? Like, it's still my passion to one day own my own store, to own, one day own my own shop where you can come and just relax and get feel free and get your face done, get your hair done, and get your body done, you know? That's my dream. That's one day I can I will be able to have my own shop, my own saloon. But like now for the beginning and with all this pandemic going on because um, Corona is still there, we still don't know our fate. We still don't know what's going to come this winter because now it looks like every winter we have new laws, you know? <laughs> so, but now at the beginning, I'm okay with the online and um, we don't know what the future tells anyways. But like my passion is still to have my own saloon one day. I like it. I like it a lot. I can't tell you enough how excited I was to do this. Uh, how excited <laughs> I was to hear about what you were doing. I, I think, I think it's really amazing. Um, Thanks very that much. That you're looking out for our sisters, and okay. and also I really like your business card. I just want to well, put it out you. there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna steal your thank design. You. <laughs> well it's not really much the design yeah but it's cool like i i, li I like the 
I like the, it's, it's the crown, like you know, the crown and mm -hmm. um, the Mansa Musu beauty and cosmetic. It's 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 normal, you know. But like the crown, like unfortunately, I couldn't get it on the products, which is like uh, it would be too much work. But like the thing behind it is the crown, like you woman, don't lose your crown, you know. Always have your crown on and. Oh, Life cool. goes on, things goes on, you know, yeah. That's cool. Do you have any last thing you would like to say to to the listeners? Any any last words for someone who wants to start their business? Um, for mothers who feel like, yeah, for, for moms who, who may be where you were um, mm -hmm. when you had your boy and, you know, you felt like, or who are doing what you're doing and want to quit. You know, because I'm sure yeah. it's 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 tough I know, enough like, being a Karen. It is it is indeed tough. Like my own word out there, I know probably you always hear this, but like never give up. Like um, there's always this thing that pulls you back, but like always get up back and you can do it. You know, like always get up and never give up and. Um, Believe in yourself, like always believe in yourself. That's what I can give the listeners. Mm. It's, and nothing good comes easy anyways. That's what I always say as well. I like that. Um, so Sia, where can we find you if uh, anyone wants to get their hair done or if you want to buy some of your uh, Mansa, Mansa, Musu, Mansa, Musu. Mm. Mansa Musu beauty products? So, okay, Mansa Musu Beauty and Cosmetics, you can find me, um, we have our website obviously, the website is um, mansamusubeautyandcosmetic.com and um, if you put it in Google, it will tell you Mansa Musa, Mansa Musa is the richest um, chief or black man from Mali and what well, you have to look properly because like it's Musa and we are Musu, okay. Musu means wife, you know. So like put in mansamusubeautyandcosmetic.com You will find us on the there and on Instagram um, at mansamusubeauty Facebook mansamusubeauty and cosmetics You know? Cool. And then we have our email address sales at mansamusubeautyandcosmetics.com You know, so like you can find us everywhere <laughs> That's awesome yeah. I think we would uh, we're going to link the website in the description yeah. to the podcast so that, yeah. so if you listen if you're listening to this um from wherever you're listening you should be able to see the link in the description uh and then we will tag you on our instagram pages well um see so yeah, thank you so much for your time thank you for for being on the show thank you for what you're doing um and thank you for having me of course of course yeah. you'll be back we'll definitely have you back we're <laughs> 